Gitin Dav Kaf Aleph, the last thing we're discussing was a question of Ramibar Hama. If a woman, everyone knows that a board belongs to someone, and it's but the problem is her husband is holding it and he has a get written on it. Is it his? It is not his, meaning if it's her paper, he can't write on her paper. So did she give it to him or she doesn't know how to give it to him? And we based on a older man right outside of Yerushalayim who would lend people money and he would write the contract. Usually it's the person borrowing the money who, would, who has to write up the contract. So over there, he would let them acquire the paper from him. So same thing, the woman let the husband acquire that board and that's why it was a kosher get. And with that, we are starting Chaf Amud Bet, last line towards the end where it says Amaraba. Raba says Umay Kushiyah. I understand what the the, the uh, comparison from this Zaken outside of Yerushalayim to this uh, get with the board. Dilma Zaken Shani did Maybe the Zaken is a Tamid Hacham. He knows how to let people acquire, take things, this that. Maybe the the woman doesn't know what she's doing. You can't compare a. Uh, an old rabbi, an old gentleman, or old tamid hacham to a woman. Ela marava mehacha. This is the way we're going to figure out what happened with that get that was written on a board that belongs to the woman and the husband's holding it. Arev, I would say that har hitum shtarot. Someone who guaranteed a loan, but only after the loan was already signed and done. Gobem in chasin benechorim. If the person borrowing the money can't pay and the lender is going to take land he could only take property that wasn't sold yet meaning he could only take from the guarantor property that he has right now in his position not the things that he sold to someone else and he could take it out it's as if he signed on a loan without a contract it's a it's a by it's an iou that's all it is the bottom line is you see that any person can guarantee himself. Any person can be uh, can acquire and, and do transactions without a problem. You don't need a zakein tamid hacham. Amar b'asheh ma'kusha. That's not even a question. Maybe a man is different. A man deals with business all the time. He knows how to acquire. He knows how to do transactions. A woman doesn't know. And maybe she doesn't know how to give the husband the tablet or the, do all those uh, transactions, acquiring this and acquiring it back. Maybe she's just like, oh, I'm giving it to him, giving it back, and she doesn't really fully know. So maybe there's a difference between man and woman. A woman could write her get on her piece of paper and give it to the husband. And a man could write the, the receipt and give it to her that he paid her because the way you verify a get is with those who sign it. So it all depends on who signed it. So yes, you can see that here a woman can write on her piece of paper and do an acquisition where she gives it to the husband and that becomes totally his and he gives it back to her and you see it, it works even with women. So Amar Avdo. A man wrote a get his wife, gave it to his Ivid, and then while the gets in the Ivid's hand, he wrote her a different document saying that she now owns the Ivid. She is Koneh the Ivid, it's her Ivid now, and she can she's could be divorced. Why? Because it's as if the get is in her hatzer, in her yard, and if the get's in her yard, that's as if she acquired it and she held on to it. And she's considered divorced. But the Gemara asks, 
Why should she be gone to Kenan Hatser? This is a moving yard. This Ivan, even though he's considered like property, he's considered the yard. But since he's a moving yard, we all know that a movable yard is not Kone. And if you say maybe this Ivan is just standing and he's not moving, that's how she's Kone. Rabbah held that if it's moving, you're not Kone. Then even if it's standing or sitting, you're still not Kone. So how could you be Kone the Ayved and the Get? What are we talking about? We're talking about where the Ayved is tied uh, down and he can't move. So what happened here is he tied the Ayved down, hands, feet, the guy can't move. He put a Get in his hand and he gave her a document that uh, she's Kone the Ayved and this way she's also Midgarashet with that Get. And Tosfot just says also that the uh, same idea would be if he's sleeping. A man wrote his wife a get, put it in his yard. But then he wrote her a different document saying that she now owns this yard. She's koneh the chatzer, and she could get divorced because the chatzer and the get come to her at once. And Rabbah tells this case also. If you only told me the case about the Ayved, I went to Davka and Ayved. I would say maybe we should be gozer because of a chatzir that comes afterwards. Meaning he puts his uh, he, get, he puts the get in his friend's yard. His friend gives her that piece of the yard that she's not midgareshet because here her husband didn't give her the get. The friend gave her the get and he didn't make him a shaliyah. So maybe we should be gozer when the husband gives her the yard. Uh, maybe because they're going to come to be lenient in the case where the friend gives the yard. That's why he had to say the Hidush. No, she's Midgarish in that case also. If you would have only told me the case about the yard. Maybe she wouldn't be Migoreshed because because maybe even when he's sleeping or when he's tied down, we should be Gozer that it's not Migoreshed just in case he's actually able to move. And then for sure, it would be a chatzir me'alechet, and it wouldn't count as a get. Kamash ma'alan, if he's tied down or sleeping, it would count. And I'm Abaye, Abaye asked the question, quickly. Chatzir me'echa itrabe. Where did we learn that she could be midgarish with the chatzir? If you threw the get into her chatzir, it counts. Miyada. We learned it from the Vinatan be'yada. It's, it's in her hand, and the chatzir is like her hand. Ma'yada de'ita ben mida'ata or ben ba'al-kurha. The same way in her hand. If you put it in her hand, the get in her hand. It, it it work whether she likes it or not, whether it's by force or whether it's uh, by willing. Af you have to say the same thing. That if you threw the get in her yard, it should count whether she likes it or not, by force or by will. The problem is, what about a gift where he puts a get in a chatzer and he gives her the chatzer? How does that work? If she is willing to accept that land, by will, then it works. But if she doesn't want to accept a gift, she doesn't have to accept the gift. There's no no one can force someone to, to accept the gift. So how can Rava say you can divorce her by throwing it into a, into a yard? So now Matkif Rav Shimi Barashi asks the question How could you say that if you can't do it by force, you can't even do it by will? Meaning, how can you say it's even connected? When a, person, when a woman sends a shaliyah to accept the get for her, the midata ita that if she wants 
it to happen. It can happen, but if she doesn't want a shaliyah to go accept her get it, it can't happen. And shaliyah can accept her get and it cancels it get, even though it doesn't happen both by will and by force. The Abaye would answer that, Wait a second, shaliyahut, uh, to make a shaliyah, did we learn it out of her hand? No, we learned in me, v'shalach v'shilehai trabe. It says v'shilach v'shileha, extra hay. We learned it from there. It has nothing to do with chaser, but chaser was learned out of hand. It says v'natan be'ada. Her chaser, same thing, and the same way her hand is by force, and v'natan be'ada is by force. Same thing, chaser should be by force. So you, you're you're compare. You, Where did you bring shalichut from? That's Abaye's uh, pushback on Rav Shimi. Vibaytima, you could say. Yeah, you can make a shaliyah kabbalah to accept her get even by force. A father who is Mekadesh's daughter at a young age before uh, before 12, let's say, he could uh, accept her get also while she's still a ketana. But a chatser, that you have to give her as a gift, you can't divorce her by force. And therefore, Allah would hold over there. She's not the Megoresh. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, if you wrote a get on the leaf of an olive tree, or on the horn of a cow, or on the Eved, and you gave her the Eved, in all these things, it's kasher. It's a, it's a get. Now, Bishlama, I understand by Ayavid, you have to give her the entire Ayavid. Loiv Shalimik say you can't cut it off, therefore you have to give her the entire thing. Ela Karen Shilpara, why do you have to give her the entire cow? Cut off the, 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 the horn. And give her the, the horn, that's it. So, Gma explains. You have to write the, the get and give it to her. It only is kasher if all you have to do is write it and give it. We're coming to exclude a case. We're coming to exclude a case where you have to write it, cut it, and then give it to her. And we learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi Galili. Rabbi Yossi Galili says you can't write on anything that is food and, and anything that is a living uh, creature. So my ta'amad, Rabbi Yossi Galili, what's his reason? Tanya. Sefer, it says, V'chatav la sefer keritut. And yeah, la sefer, oh, it has to be written the way you, uh, you write on parchment, the way you write uh, tefillin, mezuzot, uh, sefer Torah. Menan l'rabot kol davar, how do you write on anything? Tamud lomar, v'chatav la mikol makom, you can write it even on a piece of paper. It uh, doesn't make a difference what it is, just write and give it to her. In ker ma tamud lomar sefer, then what's uh, sefer coming to exclude? So ma sefer davar she'en boru ha'im, the same way. A sefer doesn't have any living life in it. Ve'no ochel, and it's not food. I've called a vash in baruch hayim ve'no ochel. Same thing, anything that is not living and it's not considered a food is kashet to be written on. Ve'rabanan, they don't learn that whole living creature thing or food. What do they do with that pasuk? Ikativ basefer, what it said, ve'chatav la basefer, kedekamat, okay, what it said exactly like you're saying, Nothing living, nothing food. Hashtadichtiv sefer. Now that it says sefer, it doesn't say ba sefer. It says sefer. Just write a sefer. Lisfirat varimudata. Sefer means like a sipur, like a story. Just uh, tell the story uh, of what's going on over here. Uh, this man divorcing this woman, letting her out free. Verabanan. Hai vechatav ma'avdele. So now, what do Rabanan do with the words vechatav? It says vechatav. What does he do with that? 
So the Gemara explains, She needs actually writing a get, and she can't pay her way out of it. Uh, so you can't give money and get out. So I would have thought, I would compare divorce like marriage, the same way Kesef works for Kiddushin, they can also get divorced with money, only with, with the writing. Where's the Sefer Keritut coming? Tell me that Sefer Korta, the Davka, a Sefer, something written that makes her divorced. And nothing else can make her divorced, meaning she can't pay her way out. Rabbanan, what do they do with Sefer Keritut? It has to be that divorce has to be something that cuts them both off. The person made a condition on the get. This is your get as long as you don't uh, drink wine ever again. You never go to your parents' house ever again. That is not a divorce because that's a condition that's going to break. It's not fair. So that's not a divorce. It has to be something that cuts off. For example, you can't go visit your parents. You can't drink wine for 30 days. Okay, that's a cutting. And he learns that from the fact that it says, it could have said, it says, that extra ut is coming to tell me that it has to be something that actually cuts them off, no condition that's uh, everlasting. They're not uh, that extra ut. Now, next Mishnah. You can't write a get on something that's still connected to the ground. And we know the famous drasha because it has to be vechata venatan and not vechatav. He cuts it off venatan. Ketavo b'mchubar telasho vechatamo untanola kasher. If you wrote it while it's still connected to the ground, then you cut it off. Then you signed it and you gave it to her. It's kasher. No, still posel. It's still no good, even if you signed it after you uh, you uh, cut it off, because it has to be written and signed when it's not connected to the ground. You cannot write a get on erased paper, and not on uh, unfinished leather, because you could forge over there, you could erase, you could mess around with it. Machshirin, Hachim say even if it's something that can be forged, that you could write to get on it. And the Gemara will explain why. Gemara, Ketavolam Hubar, if someone wrote a get on, on, on a leaf that's still connected to the tree, then you plucked it out, signed it. Habi uh, Sadrabanan said it's Kasher. The problem is, didn't you say that you don't write a get on something connected to the ground, so why would it be Kasher? So Amar Vyudam Hashemuel, Vehu Sheshir Mekom Hatoref. As long as they left the essential part of a get for after when it was plucked off the, the, the ground. The, the get is really compromised of two parts. There's the essential part where it says the main point of the get that uh, this man, right, his name, this woman, the, the city they're, they're at, the time uh, that uh, she's mutar to everyone. And then there's the other stuff that we write. That's the toughest. So the Torah is the main part. The Torah is the extra. So as long as the Torah was written after it was plucked off to the ground, it would be okay. As long as you left uh, the Torah, the main part for after it was cut off. You left the Torah. 
he held that it all depends on the witnesses who saw that the husband giving it to the wife. And so as long as that was okay, it works. And and this is what he meant. And Kotvin Tofes Sheme Ichtov Toref. You don't write the not essential part of the get on on a leaf that's connected to the ground. Because you might come to write the essential part, the important part, when it's still connected to the ground. Now, however, ketavo la tofes, but if you did write the non-important part while it's still connected, utlash, and then you cut it off, and ketavo la toref, and then you wrote the important part, and tanola, and then you gave to kasher. Veresh lakish amar, he's telling you, hatamo shaninu. He doesn't hold that we're talking about the essential and non-essential part of the get, rather, we're talking about you signed it. After it was plucked off, and it goes according to It all depends when it was signed. So you could write it while it's still connected to the ground, pluck it off, sign it, and then give it to her. That's okay. This is what he meant over there in the Mishnah. You don't write the essential part of a get while it's still connected to the ground. Why? Because you might come to sign it while it's still connected. However, if you wrote even the important part, you plucked it off. And you signed it untanola kasher. It would be a kosher get. And the Gemara says ketavol heres alatzitz nakuv kasher. If someone wrote that get on on clay pot on a on a flower pot with a hole in it, it's kasher. And the reason is the shakil levehiv leniala. As long as you give her the entire pot or the entire flower pot, and you give it there. It's like it's like something that's already cut off from the ground. However, if you went to the flower pot, you took the leaf, you wrote the get on it, and then you gave it to her. The reason he says it's kasher, it's a kosher get. Because at the end of the day, you're taking up the entire flower pot and you're giving it to her, and you didn't have to cut it. Very simply, because you might come to cut off that leaf and give it to her instead of giving her the entire flower pot. And that's why it would be possible. So as you said, and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Amen.